Hey, what's up? Mondo Fresco here, and this is Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. I am here joined by singer, songwriter, actress, entrepreneur. <laughs> Please make some noise for Jackie Cruz. What's up, Jackie? Yeah. <laughs> everyone, watching is, everyone watching is clapping and they're on their feet right now. You're getting yeah. a, a standing ovation. <laughs> what's up, Thank Jackie? You. How are you? I love that intro, man. You should come always with me. I, I, I got go. you. I got you. I got you on Thank stage. Thank you for having me on your show. Of course. Of course. Thank you for being here. You know, I want to I want to start off with kind of just going back. Uh, I know you were born in New York and then kind of. Oh, you want to go back there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about what baby formula you were you were drinking. Uh, definitely not my mother's. <laughs> she got mad at me about that. <laughs> Brings it up. I'm like, mom, it's been 30 years. Get over it. I still love you. <laughs> so I, so you were born in New York, but raised kind of in in DR and in LA as well. Yes. Right. So yeah. so so talk to me uh, about that. Okay. I'm a Queens girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was born in Queens. I moved to Dominican Republic when I was like five or six. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was raised there until I was 15 years old. Wow. And that's uh, where I discovered music and 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 um, singing and all that. Like my, my uncle, his name is Carlito Estrada, and he's really well-known saxophone jazz player in uh, the Dominican Republic. So I actually played the saxophone for 10 years wow. because of him. Yeah, I started when I was like 10 or wait, no, six, seven, eight, like eight. And then I played for like 10 years, almost like throughout high school as well. That's dope. Yeah, actually. Um, I, I wanted to play the saxophone when I was in, in middle school um, and in elementary school, but we didn't have saxophones what? in the district. Oh, yeah. So I had, I had to settle for the clarinet. I totally get it. Yeah. I get it. You know, my mom, she, I was blessed to have a mother who believed in me, and she bought me this 36-year-old. Well, now it's like 100 years old, but like this saxophone that was like 36 years old. I mean, I didn't know how it worked, you know, but it worked. Yeah. So I, I took that saxophone everywhere I went. So that's why I played the sax, because of my, my mother. She was great. But um, other than that, like, I just fell in love with music after I heard Whitney Houston in The Bodyguard. I wow. was like, and I was watching the movies in the DR. Y se fue la luz. You know, the light was gone because in the DR, that's what happens over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. for like four hours, five, six, seven, I don't know how many hours a day. But you, we don't have enough money to have light, like, 24-7. So... The light would go in the movie theaters, you know, everybody would talk and then, the, you know, the movie would come back and everyone's, you know, talking Spanish. But Whitney is singing in English. And when I walked out of there, I said, Mommy, that's what I want to do when I grow up. She's like, what? I'm like, like that woman. She's like, Whitney Houston. And I'm like, yes, I love it. I fell in love with like like the the style, the costume, the, her singing, the acting, everything. Yeah. And she's like. Well, let me see if you got what it takes. You know, I'm like six or seven. And then that's when it all started. You know, what's crazy is a few things. Um, I, I did not. You made you made it seem like, it, you know, like I, I totally knew about it. But I had no idea <laughs> that the light goes out. Oh, no. Even like while you're watching a movie in, in oh, the yeah. theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, and and the uh, and on the streets, <laughs> on the streets, there's no like, you know, sometimes you got to go. It's crazy over there. They don't let me drive over there. It's a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so you were in DR, moved to L.A. At, at, at what, how old were okay, you then? OK, so then I started taking lessons or whatever. And my mom and I moved to L.A. when I was 15 years old. Um, and she's like. We're moving to Hollywood. <laughs> it was like, she was my Simon Cowell. <laughs> she believed in me. And um, we came here and we were, she was a doctor in, in my country of the Dominican Republic, the Santiago. And she, um, she left her career to be no one in America for me. Wow. Yeah. And we lived in a little studio apartment in Koreatown uh, on Normandy over here, on Normandy and Wilshire. Yeah. And, um, it was a little studio and I went to Hamilton Music Academy. Yeah. I got in through the sax 
And uh, they were like, oh, another Latina. We have so many. And I'm like, I am play the saxophone. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> and they're like, all right, let's give her a chance. So they let me in the school. And my mother, she put me in uh, summer school, night school. I finished high school when I was 16. And the last year I did all performing arts classes in wow. Hamilton. Yeah. And then. Then, you know, I was in a terrible car accident, but that's another story. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> I wanted. So when you were in uh, in high school, what is one of your best memories being at, at Alexander Hamilton? Hi. Oh, my God. Lunchtime. Recess? What made it like special, though? Like, because what? there was like. A part they were all separated like the middle there was like a, called Disneyland mostly all the musical kids there was the ghetto you know it was just like a lot of rap you know and different kinds of like soulful music and then I was in the middle so I I would flip from like the ghetto to Disneyland because I had friends everywhere I love the musicals and I love you know hip-hop and all that so yeah I was just you know at the table listening and it was kind of hard because I came in 11th grade so everyone had clicks already, you know, but I was cool because they were like, oh, she's from New York. Yeah. <laughs> Little did they know I was living upstate <laughs> at the time. So and then they're like, oh, she's Dominican. Where is that? Is that in New York? Yeah. I'm like, no, son, that is not in New York. <laughs> Dominicans do live in New York, but that's not where the country is, right, buddy. Right. You know, Puerto Rico, Cuba, like around there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, OK. And then that I got introduced to Hot Cheetos, like oh. just. You know, all the spicy and like, I love spicy now because I I started at 15. And you kind of get introduced to to the Mexican culture of L.A. I love, yeah, I love the Mexican culture of L.A., los tacos. Like Mexican is my favorite food besides Italian. They're like very close. Dominican I love, but it's just very heavy. I don't know if I Yeah, what's What's your favorite Mexican dish? Just... Tacos, you know, yeah. like real simple girl, you know, <laughs> those crispy tacos. Do you have a go-to taco spot? Um, on the streets, yeah. <laughs> on the streets of LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, those are my favorite spots. Those are esas son ahí están los tacos, los mejores tacos. I think right in the in the corner, yeah. anywhere in the corner. Like I trust it. You know, one of one of the one of the best tacos that I've ever had, um, or still have. Uh, it's in in Southgate. I, I was born in Southgate, born and oh, raised there. Really? And you go, okay. So where's your family from? Though? My family's from uh, Colima, Mexico. Um, oh. So it's it's by the coast. We love like seafood, mariscos, and that and that, and that type of stuff. So they, <laughs> I'm not gonna put him on blast. I'm not gonna say his name, but um, he uh, he has this this man has been uh, at this location for mm-hmm. like 10, 15 years. And you drive by the street in Southgate and it's deep in like an, an apartment complex. So he has a Mexican flag uh, hanging uh, on a balcony. Now, if the Mexican flag is lit, like it has a light on it, uh-huh. he's there. Uh-huh. So you walk in. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like a, like a, uh, one of those hidden spots. Yeah, yeah. But like you got to know, like it's. You know, it's like super low key. So if the if if the Mexican flag is is lit with an actual light, um, then he's there, and you go in and and they have the tortillas hechas a mano, oh, the handmade tortillas. Um, do you do you know El Compadres? El comp- yeah, Compadres. Okay, yeah. so that's that's my spot. But I, my salsa, the salsa and the tacos are my favorite. You know, I'm vegan, so. It's a lot of carb. I do the the, ta- the papas tacos, <laughs> and then of course there's no salsa like El Compadre. It's so good. But the one on Sunset across from a Guitar Center. Yep, yep, and exactly. Yeah, because I don't know if the about. one downtown. I don't know if I trust it as much as that one. <laughs> the one I'm talking you, about. Is- you, you know what's funny? Some people have a, a certain way of looking at like. I don't know if compadres feel. I think it is a chain, like a family-owned, right? Yeah. But there's people who who go to, you know, like like a Taco Bell, and um, or like a, oh, a like another fast food spot. But they'll be like, oh, you know what? I gotta go to the one on Long Beach Boulevard. It's true though, because the one on Century is yep. not as good, you know. It's but true. it's like the same restaurant. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but some buy vegetables in the better place. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, it's not so watery, the salsa. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. 
there, you know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's a thing, like, you guys. We got, well, you got a spot. You got a spot, you yeah. know? Um, you know? You, and I didn't know. Uh, so, and do, but are you first generation Mexican? I am first generation. Yeah, yes. Me too. I'm first generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when did you, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, growing up, we don't grow up vegan. Right. right. Like mm-hmm. when when did that This did is that a recent thing. Recently. Um yeah, like um if I like, you know, it was for my health. I was I was getting rashes. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if it was the food, the cheese, I don't know. And then um when I went to Thailand, which is where I filmed Tremors, it's out right now on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that, by Yeah, the way. we'll talk about that. But um that's they were giving me like I don't want to talk bad, but like chicken balls and i'm like i don't know what's in the chicken balls yeah. <laughs> i don't know what's in these beef balls i'm just gonna stick with the fruit yeah because i know what it's in there it's you safe. Know what I mean? so yeah it felt safe for me i you know other than that you know thailand is i love you guys uh um i love them so much the people the respect the the the, the island and then the fruit is so juicy and good that i would just have fruit and that was I was survived on fruit and it changed my skin like my skin I feel younger my body I lost 40 pounds wow 40 pounds wow congrats yeah yeah and I wasn't like I was just thicker because I was eating you know a lot of cheese or whatever but like I'm always usually la flaca yeah yeah. at this moment I was not la flaca (laughs) I was thick and it was just like I don't know the moment I changed my diet everything felt better everything Wow. Maybe you should try it. I should. You know what? <laughs> I've 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 tried it and I like it. I just gotta I I gotta put like more um I just gotta focus on doing it. Yeah, you know? it's more of a lifestyle. Cause I I like I try it and then like I fell off. Yeah. But I still wanna I saw this I saw this documentary, I forgot what it's called, but I saw a doc. Uh and it, it it's not like one of those docs that scare you, like don't eat meat. Yeah. It was it was a, a a doc that just inspired me to to go like you know more plant based and that type yeah. of thing. So I tried it for about two. I, I didn't mean to try it. I wanted to do it. Right. And that it ended up being just like a two week thing. But this but, is the thing. I've been trying to be vegan for six years. I can't even say I'm a hundred percent right now because if I crave something, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, but I try really hard not to. So like. You know, and and it's just lit, like my face. Like I had breakouts, and now like everything is just really good for you. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And and I feel like I want to, I want to live for a long time. I want to have children later, and I yeah. want to be be there for them. So I'm not thinking about just me. I'm thinking about you know my family for the future too. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You know, speaking of of children when you were when you were young, I find younger when you were like a teenager um, I find your story just really inspiring and motivating. Thank you. And the only reason why I'm going to bring this up is because um, I want people to be inspired by, you know, these, these, these stories, this podcast. And, you know, I know that there was a point in your life where you were homeless. Yeah. How did you overcome that? Um, I, I had some friends that let me sleep on couches, you know, and I, um, I, uh, it was really hard because my mother, you know, she moved here from the Dominican Republic and, um, I was like, I don't like your rules. I, um, your, your boyfriend, which is now her husband of 20 years is moving in and we're in a studio apartment. You know, I need privacy. I'm a teenage girl. You know, I I can't bring boys over. I'm just kidding. I (laughs) kissed a boy on my 12th grade. I can't bring boys over. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, no. I didn't really have any any boys. Um, That's not how I learned how to kiss. But anyways, uh, (laughs) that's a different story. (laughs) So many stories. We can talk about Uh, that later, too. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so my mom was like, 
you know, she's from Queens, you know, too. She's Dominican, but she was raised in Queens, too. She's like, well, if you're going to be an adult, go be an adult, but don't come back here. And I was like, okay, whatever, mom. My Honda Civic ride is outside. So, like, bye. And, like, I left, and I was so impressed by this girl because she had her own apartment, a Honda Civic. You know, she would drive me to school, and I didn't have to take the bus. But then I started missing school, ditching work. I had two jobs. It was really, like... You know, I was rebelling because I was so like my mom and my my godparents were so strict and very Christian and very demanding that like I wanted to rebel. And I was that's the moment I did. And she I left. She let me go. My mother let me go, which is really, really hard for mom to do. But she needed me to learn. And then I was homeless and I came back and, and, and she was like, I was like, mommy. And she's like, what I tell you? I said, can me and. And I'm not going to say her name. Uh, can can we move in with you? And she's like, nope. She told me no. She said, go be an adult. Wow. Yeah, it was hard. And um, we were living in that Honda Civic for a minute. And um, then I had a friend. My name, uh, Her name is Olivia Fox. She let me stay with her and her mom for a little bit. And then we won some Wango Tango ticket concert. Hey. She won it on the radio. Hey. And she's like, you want to come with me, Jackie? And then she only invited me, not the girl driving. And uh, I don't know if she was pissed. This, how old are you at this point? I was 16. And um, I, she was pissed, I guess. I don't know. I don't think she did it on purpose. But she was racing someone that we spend the night at his house. And then um, she lost control of the car. And um, the car flipped three times and I wasn't wearing my seatbelt and I went through the window and I had a man in a bicycle saved my life because my supposed friend was calling her mom nervous because she didn't really have a license. Wow. And I didn't know all these things. And then I was rushed to, um, you know, emergency and had a uh, brain surgery. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I was I- really, I was in a coma for 72 hours and an induced coma for two weeks. And I woke up two weeks later not knowing what the hell happened. Shaved head, crooked face, crooked eyes, and I couldn't walk. It was crazy. That's insane. Yeah. What, did you ever make it to, to Wango Tango? No. <laughs> Man. We didn't make it. Who was We're headlining? That? I don't. Uh, Justin uh, Timberlake or something. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears or something. I don't know. That was a Baby good one, hit too. Me one more time. I don't know. It was, I was excited, you know, and um, I didn't get to do that, but, you know, uh, I learned so much. Because of that, you know, waking up and the little beauty that God gave me, which maybe was my very long hair and like my face was taken away from me. And I wanted to give up on life. And that was, you know, as a teenage girl, you know, you're so insecure already. Like it was freaking hard. And I got to go to the rehab and I met this beautiful little girl named Melly who was in a wheelchair and she was 10. And um, she just rolled up in my room and she's like, you're so pretty, Jackie. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And this little girl saw the strength in me that I didn't even see in myself. And she made me believe that um, I'm I'm here for a reason. And my mom said, you're not supposed to be here. They told me to say goodbye to you with a priest. And actually, my mom was pregnant at the time and she lost her baby because she wasn't eating. She was afraid to lose her only child. So that was like, it was a lot going on. And then um, long story short is that this little girl like made me feel so good just by like telling me that little, little thing. And I'm like, I'm so ridiculous of caring about what I look like. It's never about that. It's always who you are. And, you know, I started volunteering because I was the only one who could eventually walk. And I went to DR and I got better. And uh, two years later, I came back when I was 18 with a mullet, you know, because I didn't want to cut my hair, hospital hair. And then I, I took headshots and I, I tried again. Wow. When I was 18. Uh, she, she was your she was your angel, the little yeah. girl. Actually, I wrote a song about her in my album, Mija de Chavez. Melly's 16 and she's in the video too. Oh, that's amazing. So you still mm-hmm. keep in Oh, she's my best friend. Oh, man. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually... I can't really talk about it, but there's something creatively, um, a show that I'm doing uh, about us. Yo, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell that. you about it a little later, For but sure. I'm really excited about that. No, that's amazing. I'm, I'm excited to, to hear more about it. She's mad cool. She's mad cool. And she's like, 
oh my god she does her own makeup and she's so beautiful and like it's crazy. I, I'll I'll, uh, I'll show you who she is. Shouts to shouts to Melly. What's Melly, up, Melly? Melly Moreno, te amo. You know it. <laughs> Melly Moreno. Yeah. Uh, man, I, that's, that's such a beautiful story. Thank you for for sharing that. She's Mexican that. too. Oh, she and, is. Yeah, she she lives around here. That's what's up. Yeah. Yo, yo, Melly, let's get some tacos. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I put her. I put her in like three or four videos of mine already. I love that. She's, you see her somewhere. In the video. <laughs> I love that. Yo, uh, Melly, horchata on me. <laughs> such a, such a cheap ass. Just horchata. Horchata. <laughs> she's like, what about the tacos? The tacos she got to pay for. The horchata. No, it's all, it's <laughs> well, on me. Well, her mom makes some bomb food. I bet you her mom will take care of you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, you know, so talk to me about what what drove you from from that point on. You know, obviously, you know, you're 18 now. And you have a passion for the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. um, the entertainment business is not easy. No. Um, and, you know, if, it, you know, I didn't have any connections in the entertainment business. I didn't know anyone in, in television or radio yeah. or anyone like that. Um, it seems to be the same way yep. with you. Yep. Um, what was that drive, that passion? What fueled you to, well, to get where you are? It was literally like my mom, like my accident really saved my life, which is funny to say it almost killed me, but it saved my life because I was going the wrong direction. I was hanging out with bad kids, you know, like the whole movie 13, but yeah. 16, I was a little late. <laughs> and, um, you know, I rebelled a little late and uh, it was just, you know, I was being an adult when it wasn't my turn to be an adult. And and God didn't want that for me. I, I could I could tell I wasn't ready for that. Like this little girl who like is loved by everyone because I was raised by all my tias and my two godparents. And, um, you know, coming to California with these little kids who are adults because California these kids know so much, you know, yeah. and I was seeing like drugs in front of me, like things I've never really seen before. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I was just really taken back by it. And I was, you know, trying to be bad. Like the first time I did smoke was the day before my accident, too. Wow. Right. And um, there was some drugs in there and uh, they found it in my blood. Wow. Some PCP. Or and you, you had you didn't know or. Mm -mm. Wow. It was crazy. the first time I tried it. First time I smoked. In my life, I was like right before the day right before my accident. And I always wear my seatbelt. And it was just something really weird. And the thing is that if I did wear my seatbelt, I wouldn't have made it because the car was crushed on my side. So I'm, I don't know if like I do see this image of like, I don't know, some angels holding me down because some people fall from two stairs and and die yeah. from hitting their head. I was 20 feet away from this. So like it was that that kept me going. It was just like you know, like I'm meant to be here. There's something that I have to say or do, or my story needs to inspire someone. And I, I do speeches all over like America and uh, even Switzerland. I did a TED talk and yeah. I do, I get to inspire people through my story. And it's just the beginning for me yep. too. Like, it's just the beginning. It's crazy. I've been in the industry legitimately for like maybe eight years now. And it's still the beginning. It's great. Yeah, no, and I believe that. Talk, talk to me about your your TED talk. Like how how did that come about? By the way, that's like one of the things that I want to do here will in, do in, in the in the in the um you know in, in this industry very very soon. I'd love to, do to to do one of those. Um, so talk to me about this this TED talk. You said it's Switzerland. Switzerland. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, I've never. The crazy thing is that at the time I. I only traveled like one or two times and this is how it happened. This is how God works too. I was just in line in the airport waiting in line and I'm like, Oh, your daughter's so cute. And, um, she's like, Oh, this is Luna. And, uh, where I'm like, you guys are going to Switzerland. This was in Miami. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, um, I'm going to New York, whatever. So the line took three hours. We became best friends by the time we were, you know, on the other side yeah. of the airport. And she get, she got my number and she does TED Talks. And wow. she found out who I was and she heard my story and she told them about me. And right away they flew me to Switzerland and I got to share my story and sing. And it was really amazing. But it was just through me just being open and saying, hi, you know, it's crazy. 
you don't know who's gonna be there like yeah. even meeting you like yeah. like uh we met at a uh at the base at a soccer a, base. yeah it was like a soccer tournament yeah that um, i was hosting i love the owners there they're so sweet yeah. gina um oh my god they're they're the best and um so we met there and you i was like oh my god should i like introduce myself and it was just like that and what is it a year later like you hit yeah. me up and yeah. i was just yeah, like yeah 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 hell yeah <laughs> you know yeah this yeah. is great mondo and friends it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know things like that happen i um we were having um one, one of our, our our guests um is is going to be taboo with the black eyed peas he knows me by the way I used to work with them when I was little. Good dude. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, yeah. What, one thing that I'm bringing him up because he and and the Black Eyed Peas they made a song called "Where Is the Love." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason the reason why um, I walked into my college radio station was because "Where Is the Love" was playing out of this little tiny speaker, mm. and I was thinking about it today. If if it would have been a song that I had never heard of or a song that didn't really interest me, I wouldn't have walked into that ca college campus wow. radio station. Wow. So like, and I, I, at that point I was thinking my career, my life probably would have been different. Mm. But like what caught my ear, my That's eye crazy. was that song. Wow. So like all these things just connect uh, on purpose. Yeah. You know? You um, just never know. Yeah. And 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 I met them a long time ago when I was in a girl group called Crush Velvet with a K. <laughs> we didn't make it. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> I meant to be a solo artist. <laughs> you went solo. You so, went solo. Um, yeah. Like, back then, I was like, you know, I, I'm still, like, vulnerable and in the studio but like you know it, i'm an actress so like when i get to act i get to be silly and do things and say bad things maybe and it's not me it's her but like when you're in the, <laughs> when you're like in the studio like that's me you know i'm just like this is the real me so i'm i'm actually having a hard time trying to like be myself in this because my manager is like this is not stand up jackie like you got this you're an artist just sing and i'm like Okay, but like, can I tell people like, what's up? And he's like, no, because I did this whole viral concert and it was like stand up. And then I would sing and then I would, it was just like, maybe it's not like the right. I don't know how to like, I'm like, I am an artist, but it's just confusing for me because I'm an actress and how to like separate that is just because so confusing because some artists are also like a persona when they're artists. Right. Right. So uh, you can see my getup right now. I'm finding myself. <laughs> and I think this is the new me. It's Jacques Lafemme, and you heard it live with Mando and Friends. There it is. There it is. <laughs> She's a chic emo chick from New York. <laughs> I guess I'm inspired by Flaca a little bit. Flaca's feature right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is this this Flaca after, after she got out. You know what's funny, though? Know? Um, they had this line on my backstory that didn't make it. I was so pissed. Uh, it said, one day, <laughs> I'm going to go to Hollywood, and I'm going to make a song with Lady Gaga and call it Flacaga. <laughs> Flacana. Flacaga. Oh, Flacaga. <laughs> and it didn't make it. But now, every time like, like I say one day, I literally, it's Flaca. She inspires me. I said, one day, I'm going to get a campaign with Kat Von D Beauty. <sighs> I got it. Yep. I swear to God. And it yep. was like, yo, if if you meet Kat Von D to my makeup artist, you let her know that Flaca uses that liner. Yep. It just it just worked like that. It's just you gotta really put out there what you want. And from Orange is a New Black, that's what I learned from my character Flaca. She didn't give a, you know, the F word yeah. about anything. And she just did what she wanted at all times. And I think a little of that carried along with me. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. Let's let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Orange is the New Black. Um, you know, a lot of people know you from that 
what I would say one of the biggest shows of the decade um, that you were a part of. Orange is a New Black. How was your experience being on there? Um, how was I know when when you first got the gig, you still had like a little side hustle. I was waitressing at Lavo for season one, two and three. Wow. I actually, I, then no, I, like, I, I lied. I got fired at Lavo. Then I, I got a job at One Oak. And then, and then I got fired. <laughs> no, but, but then he was like, I didn't fire you. I need you. I'm like, I, I thought you fired me, man. Because I asked him if I could have the day off for my premiere for season three. Wow. Right before I got hired, I said, hey, this day I can't work. And they were like, sure, sure. But then they put me on the schedule. And then the manager, I'm not going to say his name, okay, but this was New York. And he wrote me a letter. He's like, you should have asked about me before you got here. You've been asking for a lot of days off. And I don't think you know who, who I am. And I've been trying to help you. But if you, you got to tell me what's more important, your Broadway show or your job. That's what he told me. So I went to my Broadway show, which was on Netflix. And then I went to my premiere and I had a good time. And then the next day he emails me again. He's like, where are you? You're on the schedule. And I'm like, I thought you just fired me. He's like, no, we could work this out. And then, and then I Sounds think like I quit. Sounds like a toxic boyfriend. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's what managers of some clubs are. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. The one guy who did fire me from Lavo, maybe I should say his name, Jason. <laughs> Jason, this is for you. I don't care. He, he fired me. And then he was like, you're welcome. I'm like, you're welcome. You know how the struggle after you fired me? I had to go work at South Point in the Hamptons and I would come home every night because I couldn't afford to stay in the Hamptons. And then I would go to work. Like, it's crazy. Those times were crazy. But what I loved about it, I worked in a club and people would recognize me and then they would tip me like crazy, yo. Wow. And then they would be like, can I get my Red Bull vodka, girl? I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> you can have one, too. And I'm like, cool. So I was like drunk <laughs> season one, two, and three. That's why I look terrible. <laughs> no sleep. But it was fun. <laughs> Good I, I want to. It was part. It fit the character, though. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, you know, Noah Teppenberg and Jason Strauss, they're the owners of uh, Lavo and Tao and Yo, I don't have to pay anymore. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> you know, people always think, because, you know, you say you were you had like this, this side hustle when you said, you know, in, during seasons two and three, yeah. like, you know, people think or have this vision of, of success. So like once you're you're on a show, once you're on TV, once you're on the radio, like you've made it big. Yeah. Right. And that's not it's really, an illusion right that's not <laughs> really how it works you gotta you gotta kind of pay your dues yeah you gotta pay your dues so so for those people for, for people that don't know and aren't aware and, I, and i'll share my story too um you know talk to talk to me about yeah, that i would like to know like how do you start it as well I, that that what you do was my something i wanted to do too i, I took classes and Santa Monica College for like communications. Nice. I failed because I would go to like, I would go to like, I'm sorry. I would go to like making the band auditions. And the, and the, the professor would also be like, what's more important to you? And then I would, you know, miss the class. That's but um, yeah, no, the struggle, you know, it was, it was great because there was this girl in my in my in my who worked with me and her name I want to say it again it's Karina Correa I love you girl she's amazing and she was crazy she was she is flaca she is yeah. my imitation of flaca that she would be like she would talk like um um, oh, she had a crush on the manager at the time. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm putting you out there. <laughs> Hopefully you won't watch this. Damn. Oh, oops. <laughs> I won't tell you who it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know, she's like, I saw you talking to my man. I was like, yo, he was just telling me how to use micros. Like, what? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, did he say anything about me? And I'm like, no, girl, he has a girlfriend. Like, sh shut up. And then she would like, she doesn't drink anymore, but she would drink and she want to drive home and I'd steal her keys. And she's like, where my keys at, girl? Where my keys, girl? I said, um, Sarah is parking your car. Where the hell is that redheaded bee at? I was like, she's parking your car. And then I was like, oh my God, 
Sarah, she's starting to push me. Like, I'm getting scared, girl. And then she's like, who you talking to? Who you talking to? And I was like, Sarah, she's like, oh, my God, tell her that I love her. <laughs> like, she's just, like, crazy, you know? And um, and then she's like, Jackie, do me. So she started laughing every time I would imitate her. Yeah. Because I would do it to her face. And then she's just, you know, she was 23 and she was crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, I'm old. I'm like, you're 23. And then and then I would make her dance. Like, it was just some crazy things. She doesn't drink anymore. She, like, finished college. She has a baby. She's married. She's doing great. I love you. But she was my inspiration for Flaca. And if I didn't have that, if I didn't have that motivation of, like, this girl, because I told her, I said, I'm going to play you on TV one day. Just the power of the spoken word. Like, I don't know if you believe in manifestation, yeah, yeah. but I oh, definitely yeah. do. I literally was working on my mood board last night, like just cutting everything that I just dream of. Every every year you have to do one. And um, I got to be honest with you, a lot of things that I put myself out there for really do happen. I and that. I audition like you could say 20 hours. I audition and um, maybe I don't hear back. And it's really crazy these days like hi i'm jackie cruz i live in la i am an american citizen like (laughs) these are the things that they ask you before like it's just crazy i don't know if it's like the corona but (laughs) things are nuts and it's not easy and it's not what people expect it took me a long time to get like you know dinero in a a good place yeah (laughs) yeah no so yeah you know you you thought you you were talking about how you were you know in some seasons in to to uh orange is a new black um yeah but when they made me series regular that's when i was like i quit we good (laughs) we good we're eating now (laughs) i was i was on the radio um my first my first year i was on the radio and uh you know live to millions of people um when you just start I think in anything in for the most part any, in the entertainment industry you don't the money doesn't come right away you know and and uh I would I would be on the radio <laughs> and then I'd go I was in college and I'd go in college and I'd just be like man like it's crazy how I'm doing like it's almost like two different lives right like I was I was here oh, yeah. on the radio you know talking to a bunch of people every day and then I was just like a student and absolutely it, and and it's i'm crazy. sure it was the same for you like you know you were you were hustling on the side and then and then you were on set like literally i would work until 6 a.m and then 7 a.m i have to be on set yeah. no sleep literally i would come in with like black makeup just tears you know because i'm tired ripped stockings really sexy too because you know you gotta be <laughs> real sexy for those jobs and then like even kate mulgrove's like uh what is it that you do <laughs> you know and i was like i'm a waitress she's like mm. <laughs> oh okay and i was just like so like embarrassed at the time but i'm not i'm not embarrassed because you would go from your waitress gig to yeah, the, straight to, work. to the set yeah straight to work wow and, I would actually sleep in between like they would have to like knock on the door and wake me up like like even the director felt bad for me you know he's like go go wake Jackie up we need her and I, she doesn't have lines like we were always be in the back you know sometimes you know because they didn't know who they were going to choose so there was a lot of us just being extra work a lot in the first season but you see us you know but there was just a lot of just being there you know and um uh yeah it wasn't easy but it was just the best like and i i don't want to ever like not hustle like that yeah you know i want to i'm doing that now yeah i'm still hustling like it's the beginning again i gotta start from zero right gotta get that new show yeah yeah <laughs> no and, and and part of that hustle i mean not just not just your your work hustle but like your life hustle it has made you who you are you right. know like obviously you're a fighter like it's mm-hmm. it's in you to to not stop no matter what what yeah. hits what comes your way um and that's sort of what the entertainment or any industry really is it's so like, many highs how bad do you want it you know how bad so what advice would you would you give someone who wants to get into the entertainment industry um yeah. who, who's about to start who's just a, maybe a few years in and they're like you know what this isn't really I don't know if this is working for me. Then it's not for you. So my advice is never, ever, ever, ever put a time limit on your dream. You don't know when God is going to give that 
bless you with that dream. I, I was literally went from a death, my deathbed, you know, like almost like, you know, killed myself, my, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't the look that maybe Hollywood was used to seeing. Imagine my dream was already impossible because I never saw anyone that looked like me on TV. So that was already impossible. And then God, you know, stripped the beauty that I thought I had. And that's never it. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's your drive, your heart, your passion. So I could be 90 years old, but I will win that Oscar. I will win that Grammy. I will win that Tony. And I will, uh, whatever it is, I already got the SAG. So it's going to be EGOTS. <laughs> I'm going to add the S. But hell yeah. You know what I mean? I, that's That's my... It's not that I want all these things. It's just I want the opportunity to um, be a part of great work. And yeah. um, and uh, that could take me my whole life. And um, it's worth it, if I could tell you that. I love it. that. You know, you're, and it can happen. Your words of story are, are super motivating. Thank for you. real. And, um, you know, that's that's something that I, I, I love to to talk about is just is – just, um, our story because everyone's story is is unique and different mm -hmm. you know i want to talk about this mood board that you speak of what's on mm -hmm. this mood board right now what what did you cut out and um, put on there i want to create a company so i cut out like my company like logo <laughs> like created it um uh and then um i put it everywhere and then my my style like that you're seeing the new Jacques Lefemme, so <laughs> I uh, I I took just vibes of like the style I I want to create for myself and the you know the persona that I that I am that's you know dying to come out and a little afraid of what people might say, and then um, um, I have just everything that I you know movies and. Uh, my 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 TV show idea, uh, I just you know put it everywhere. The name of the show, um, just all these things that I really you know I, I want for me and and for my family. I'm married. I don't know if you. Yes, that. congratulations. <laughs> Thank you to a Mexican. Yay! <laughs> yeah, from Sonora. Mexicans are up. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, um, now now maybe I could get the Mexican rolls. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, maybe if I have like a, a Mexican child, my mom, my daughter is Mexican. Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> um, How, you, how's your how's your, uh, your your Mexican accent? Um, muy bien. Bueno, <laughs> yo no hablo como, es muy confundido mi acento, porque, porque hablo dominicano, pero se me sale el, el mexicano, porque sí. hablo mucho con él, entonces... Uh, su hermana es un poco fresa. So, oh, like, fresa. Se, de, de, de fresa donde? means like fancy. Like, sí. they speak fancy. It, fresa is kind of like, um, it's also kind of like a valley girl. Yeah, you know? she's a very the valley girl. Fresa. So, she makes fun of my Spanish. Where are they then, from? De, de donde son la, la familia de, de uh, Sonora, pero ellos viven en Mexico City. Oh, okay. Well, that's there. that's a fresa side, right? Yeah, it's there. definitely Mex fresa. Mexico City. Mm -hmm, Mexico City. <laughs> it's so, a beautiful city, by the way. We got married in Oaxaca, though. Wow. Which was beautiful. Like, I could live there. I loved it so much. Oaxaca is beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, what, uh, what, how was, how was, I know it was, first of all, getting married during a pandemic. Oh, I know. That was last how month. Was, how was that? Was it last month? Oh, no. What are we, October? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was August, August 28th. Uh, my birthday is August 8th, so I'm selfish. I wanted it to be the same month. I don't know. I it wasn't it was not rushed or anything. We didn't plan for it. I just didn't want to wait. Um and I said, let's just go. And then um for we went for a whole month and then we had the wedding the last week. So like we just made friends. Oh, I like that band. Oh, this feels like we could get married here. I like this vibe. It was like that. No stress. Uh, local people helped me, and then especially my tia Madeline and tia Lucy. I gotta say that because they'll kill me. She made masks for everyone. Wow. I mean, we really didn't wear them because you know we quarantined together. Twelve people. That's it. Nice. And it was just really intimate, and I had a. That's a goals, band. by the way. Just huh? to have twelve people. That's goals. Yeah, it was really cool. And then um, I had a Rafa Nova, like a bossa nova band, who sung who wow. sung all types of music. 
uh, our song was uh, uh, La Vie Rose. Uh, you know, beautiful. Jacques Lefemme loves French, guys. <laughs> 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 I, I, I speak un petit peu le français. But I, it's just, you know, I don't know, Dominicans, I don't know if Latinas, we just love French. You yeah. know what I mean? We love French everything, French food, Paris, you know? So I was, I want to combine kind of like, who I am, you know, growing up and like who I would like to be, you know, one day. So that's who Jacques Lafemme is. <laughs> but it was beautiful, just super intimate and me and him. And we had an indigenous, you know, ceremony um, with a shaman, a, a lady, and uh, she blessed us and everyone blessed us. And it was we were barefoot in the sand. It was very romantic beautiful. in front of the, the waters. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats to, to you. Fernando and, Garcia Rosas. He's and, an artist. And painter. Fernando and your family. Thank you. And those 12 special individuals that yeah. were there. Uh, shout out to, to the tia. tia Madeline. Madeline. Y tia Lucy. Lucia de Los Angeles. And Lucia. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, you know. Oh, and also Victor Luna, who made my dress. He's amazing. Mexican designer lives over here like we could walk to his house downtown Dope. and um he made me two dresses one that i could go in the water and a silk beautiful italian dress for my wedding and it, my vibe was very star wars meets mexico tradition <laughs> i love that in tradition i love that that you have you know so many you know you embrace all these different Latinx cultures, right? Yeah. Um, from DR to, to Mexico uh, and everything in between. Yeah. Um, Puerto Rico, Cuba. You know, it, it's, it's, um, it also reflects in your music. Yeah. Your Laura Loca, right? Laura Loca, yeah. That was the first song I heard. Yeah, it's um, the first one I came out with. And... I, I told you on the phone the other day that so that song was ahead of its time. Yeah, and thank you. That that's such a good song. That it has like a Caribbean, like sexy, um, even like urban vibe to yeah. it. You know, and this was this was before um, this is before uh, Senorita came out. I love me when you call me Senorita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is even before um, what is it? Uh, the the J Balvin, Bad Bunny, and, and Cardi B song came out that had that type of like yeah. Caribbean mm -hmm. vibe. And that's you know, what happens when you don't have a label behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you get thrown under the table. <laughs> but 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 you know what? I, it, it says a lot about you and your vision, though. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, at the same time, you have all these, all your music is different. You you, you dropped your project last year. Yeah. Um, Hija de Chavez. Hija de Chavez. And every song is different. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about, about that. Talk to me about your music. Uh, really, yeah, quickly. I just wanted people before, I don't want to run out of time because music is like my heart and soul. And that's like, that's what drives me. Music is what drives me really. And um, till I make it. <laughs> I'm gonna be a, a viejita cantando la tambora. I don't know, but I will be on the radio one day. Okay. Yes, I so, believe that. I know it. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Thank you. So, um, thank you, Manzo. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted people to get to know the real me before Jack Lafemme came out. Really, like before this alter ego came out, because I really am my daughter's child. I he did not raise me, but I am. La hija de Mario Chavez. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I didn't use his name. Uh, he didn't really believe in my my, my dreams. And uh, I was a feisty little girl. And I said, well, I'm going to make it. And I'm not going to use your name. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. So, um, but we're cool now, you know, whatever. But he... Um, you know, we, he's, he's unblocked, but <laughs> me and him go through on and off. I block him. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't last year. I, I just unblocked him, but we're, we're cool. <laughs> um, and I, I, he never understood my, my pain a little bit of not having, you know, a dad. And I said, maybe he'll understand if I write a song about it. So I have a song called Hija de Chavez Tambien. And um, it just explains a lot of like what I always dreamed of and what I never had. And, and, and I still love you, and I'm still, yeah, soy la hija de Chavez. So 
even though I'm Jackie Cruz, people know me as Jackie Cruz, but my real legal name is Jack Jacqueline Jennifer Chavez. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. So um, literally, um, I that's that's why my album is all mixed with a lot of things because I love the blues, I love salsa, I love hip hop, I love Caribbean, I yep. love African beats. So it's like me trying to figure out myself, kind of. And kind of, you know, testing the waters. There's even a house song in there. Like, um, but now I feel like I know the vibe that I want, you know, and I don't want to put myself in a box either. Um, I want to be able to be able to do a lot of things, but um, I do. I'm going to incorporate more jazz and, you know, um, Dominican, you know, Palo beat. And um, and I was telling you about it, yeah. you know, African beat and um, some salsa in there. You know, I just try to. Mix it up and see what we can come out. And now, thanks to you, I'll be working with Breakfast in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my brothers, Breakfast in Vegas, yeah. Curtis and and DJ Yanni. They're amazing, you know, yeah. producers. I'm going to meet uh, them tomorrow, thanks to you. So They're originally that. from the East Coast, and they're in L.A. now, you yeah. know, so I, I feel like you guys have that connection as well. Yeah, I really think they'll understand where I'm trying to go. But the thing is, I just want to stay in the studio and make music. I've been dying slowly because I had to learn how to record myself and I'm not that great engineer. So, yeah, uh, but it's good that now I know what I'm doing, how to bounce things, how to like maneuver my way through logic and the Apollo and all these things that I never I always had an engineer do. So that's kind of what COVID did for me. It just made me just be like, you know, I learned a little piano. I learned a little this. I learned how to record myself. So. I feel more at whole, like when I go into the studio now, I'm like, oh, I, I know what he's doing. And I know I can do this myself, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, let's talk about the the, the pandemic. What It's taught you, um, you know, what apps or what tools, what type of tech, you know, you've been using throughout this time. Yeah, well, I just mentioned it because that's all I know. <laughs> I was trying to sound real <laughs> smart, all, but all. <laughs> you kind of ruined that for me. Now. <laughs> um, I just know about the Apollo and how to bounce things. Okay, <laughs> I know how to like you know send things, like you know how to like you know command uh, duplicate. <laughs> so you got you got the, some short shortcuts on Command D, Command B, like these are the things that I know. <laughs> Nothing crazy, just like. Real simple things and logic I've been using and I've been doing like podcasts too. And I work on an animation that I think I could say because I posted it. It's called, it's called, oh my God, my New York came out. It's called <laughs> <laughs> Nuevo Rico. Yeah. And it's, you know, an animation based like in 2058. And um, Christian Mercado, director, I love you, man. He's now, you know, directing Bad Bunny things. And uh, he wrote it and, and directed it. And I get to be the voice of Barbie. And it's like these twins who are like um, artists. They, they, they want to be these, you know, they want to be stars. And they a lot of things happen to them. But I don't want to tell the story. But it's so amazing. And you're going to love it. And it's, you know, all of us Latinos from you know, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Cuba, kind of, and, and, and Afro-Latinos just getting involved and kind of showing that, you know, we're all kind of the same people. Yeah. And expressing that through our art, which is animation and music. I love that. I love how creative you are. and, and Trying and, and here. And your, your hustle. That's crazy, though, recording yourself. Yeah. Like, the first time I did it, we spent six hours, and by the time we heard it, it was all echoey. I had to do it again. <laughs> So it took me like twice. I had to record like so. It's like fourteen hours of work. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Because wow. and then I went to a producer because I was like, "Who am I kidding here? Like, <laughs> I need help." <laughs> it was a lot of work. I got to be honest with you, but I'm happy that you know I I didn't just sit on my booty and you know cry about it. I created a show called Live with Jackie, mm -hmm. and I got like it was just on my Instagram. Everybody had their show on Instagram, but I was one of the first, all right? <laughs> and I had like Tan France, some random people on there, like Fat Joe was on there, like Sick. um, you know, Melanie Fiona. I had just all these amazing artists, Anthony Ramos, like just come in and talk about who they are and inspire my my fans. And then I would call the fans and they would sing for me. So it was like kind of opening up my platform to someone maybe who doesn't have that, you know, voice and kind of showing. There was some crazy, beautiful singers. There was this girl who rapped in Switzerland in Spanish. She's Mexican and she wow. rapped in Swiss. 
in Mexican. That's dope. And I have her. I have dope. her information. Like I wanted to create like a like a show and bring all these people that I met through live with Jackie. So I don't know. I have future goals, but like I got to do my own little thing, and I didn't, you know, and I got to inspire other people. Why they inspired me? Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And like I said, you know, I love your your creativity, your hustle. Um, you're a busy woman, yeah, you know, exactly. and uh, you, you just dropped a new film as well. Yeah, Tremors <laughs> 7. <laughs> it's amazing, Shrinker Island. But um, I just loved it because we got to shoot in Thailand. And th- this was um, November of last year, so it's going to be like a full year. And wow. I was going through, it was just almost right after I met you. And I was going through a really, really difficult time. Like my album was just released, but um, I was having some personal issues and I was not myself. I was, you know, overweight. I was depressed and um, God blessed me with this movie in Thailand. And oh my goodness, the cast, the director, you know, it was my first universal picture. And it was like amazing because Thailand, the people, like the little kids just come and like, you know, say hi to you, like just the respect. And no one steals there because they believe in karma. I left my phone. I leave my phone everywhere. But I left my phone. And a week later, I found it because they they charged it for me. And my agent called my phone and they answered. And they figured it out. And it was at a restaurant. And they kept it. Wow. They're just crazy things happen. Like another time, I had a brownie. And um, <laughs> I was bakery by myself. <laughs> And I was alone and I was not feeling well. And the same guy who saved my phone, you know. (laughs) Saved you. Saved me, (laughs) took me on his little moped to my hotel because I wasn't feeling good. Just the people are trust, you know, worthy. I'm not saying just to get on a car with anyone, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I don't know. What am I doing here? Don't get in a car with a stranger. What I'm saying is that people are nice, but, you know, you got to feel the vibe. You know, if you feel like there's bad things, just don't get in the car. But, you know, it was a moped. I could jump out. (laughs) I trusted him. But um, everything was just so beautiful. And that's when I became vegan. That's when I, like, learned that they, like, every full moon, they they get in the ocean and they offer flowers to the ocean and thank the universe and the ocean for blessing them. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'm always on the go and looking for what's next. That's also something that uh, the quarantine helped me. I stood still and I just was thankful for the present and for everything God gave me. This yeah. movie that I dreamed to make, Thailand that I never got to travel, the the people who really love me, you know? And that's, I just found myself, you know? I didn't have to like, you know, have someone save me. I saved me in Thailand again. But I always fall down and you have to get yourself back up. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. Okay, so Jackie, now we're going into one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Okay. It's called Rapid Fire with Fresco. Oh, dear. Actually, I haven't even thought of a name, so that's not the official name. Not official, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's TBD, all right? Yeah, untitled. But anyway, <laughs> here we go with the rapid fire questions. So as as fast I'm as- I'm not really good at tests. Is this going to be really it's hard? Not, no, it's really easy. It's <laughs> I just get as, nervous. As fast as- as, as fast as I can. <laughs> as you can, whatever comes to mind first. Okay. Some are even yes or no questions. Oh, okay. Okay. Those can be scary. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I failed my Bed Bath & Beyond exam, okay? <laughs> if that, if I, well, I didn't well, get the job at Bed Bath & Beyond. No, well, save they it, asked save if it. I stole and I said one time. <laughs> I'm honest. We'll, we'll save that story for the next podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. Favorite Spanish word? Coño. Funniest person you know? My little sister, Isabella. Platano frito or papas fritas? Platano frito. Biggest celebrity crush as a teen? Elvis Presley. I know it's crazy. I'm still in love with Elvis him. Presley. Elvis Presley. <laughs> My dog's called Elvis. Favorite Spanish show? 
Oh, and also Zach Morris. Sorry, I was thinking Zach like there was also Saved by the someone bell. else. Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris. I think all Latina. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had a crush on Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, you see, you see, you know, you so see yeah. what I mean? Okay, what was the next uh, one? Favorite Spanish show. Favorite Spanish show? Mm-hmm. <sighs> it could be like an old school classic show. Oh, favorite Spanish show. Well, I always like Don Francisco. Yeah. And I got to meet him and he's actually in my profile picture in my uh, WhatsApp. <laughs> Don Francisco, Don Francisco, and uh, Sábado Gigante. Yeah, Sábado Gigante, because my abuela is like, un día quiero que esté en Sábado Gigante. And I got to be in, in his show and I brought my grandma. Wow. Yeah, it was really amazing. I cried a lot. Best salsa ever made. Uh, Celia Cruz, salsa? Celia Cruz? So, so, yeah. Salsa music? So, salsa song. Oh, Celia Cruz. Best salsa. My mom makes amazing salsa. No, best salsa. Habanero. <laughs> I told you. Best salsa song ever made. Eh, eh, el, eh, la de Celia Cruz es carnaval. Carnaval. Y a la vida es un, un carnaval. No hay que llorar. Yeah. Que la no vida es un carnaval. Yeah, that one. What is your go-to late night eat spot? Oh my god! I don't like to talk about this <laughs> since I can't have the burger like In and Out, like animal style French fries. Okay. So, but no cheese. Stupid. But sometimes I go with the. Don't tell. Are you husband. lactose or no? No, it's I'm vegan, vegan so yeah. I will have a really bad stomachache. But I, I eat it in the car. <laughs> By the time I get home, my husband, who is vegan, won't yell at me. I have so many things underneath my car seat. Like, like because he gets mad. Yeah. He gets mad at me. He's like, you cannot say you're vegan. And I'm like, I can say whatever I want. I am vegan. What are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I love how you said in the car, because they give you that option, too, like, uh, to go or uh, in the you know, to eat in the car? Definitely in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I watch my little show, park the car, and have my in the parking bike. lot. Yeah, Just hang out. <laughs> um, what kind of sad? What is your favorite Latinx food dish? I mean, a Dominican. Yeah. Um. 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 A mofongo. 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 You know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's platano, majao, con chicharrón, but now I really can't have it. So my tia does ajo, and she makes a veggie for me, but it's really good. Nice. Yeah, mofongo is amazing. What's a a nickname? Oh, no. That nobody knows about. Oh, no. Well, in my family, they call me chonchi. Chonchi. Which means little pig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a creative. (laughs) <laughs> and I leave my clothes on the floor sometimes when I take them off. <laughs> Chonchi. Yeah. In, in, um, Chonchi. In, uh, in, in the Mexican culture, if you're uh, like a little little chubby kid, they call you chonchis. Really? Yeah. Hey, chonchis. Isn't that funny? It's I horrible. I was called Laca and Chonchi. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers or Knicks? Lakers. But I have to say it because, you know, I think my family's going to kill me. But um, I have to say Lakers because I moved here when I was 15. And, like, that was my first. Lakers and the Dodgers were my first games I ever went to. You saw Kobe play. And I, and I got to sing. Yeah, I saw Kobe play. And I got to sing at the Dodgers Stadium, the national anthem. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And so at the Rams as well. How about something you're horrible at? But the Mets. I got to say the Mets. Can oh, the Mets. the Mets. So. Yeah. The, so Mets over Dodgers. Mets over Dodgers, yeah. Lakers over Knicks. Yes. Okay, so you're kind of. I'm. I'm. I was gonna say bisexual, but I meant bicoastal. <laughs> hey. <laughs> also <you know>? bisexual, <laughs> but I'm. A, I was. I'm a bicoastal team person. Is that? I don't know. It's weird. I'm. Um. Dominicans are weird, like especially me because. I'm the only Dominican that came to L.A. instead of New York. You know what I mean? From the Dominican Republic, everyone goes to New York. But I came to L.A. <laughs> That's really weird. Born in New York, moved to DR, went to L.A. It's just a weird life. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, it's we got some people here now. We got some Dominicans up in the house. Yeah. There's some... I, uh, I, you know what? 
I, I, do you see more Puerto Ricans in LA than than Dominicans? I think or it's other, or, a more. I think it's the same kind yeah? of vibe. Yeah, a lot of Dominicans, Colombians, and um, Puerto Ricans, and the Cubans are more Miami. I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. How about something you're horrible at? Oh, technology. <laughs> Please don't make me like send you a bunch of things. <laughs> like it's too much. Like thank goodness that my husband is good at that cuz I'm like he gets can you send these files like oh uh, and now with like, you know, COVID, like everything is virtual and like I'm looking for my sign, like you got to do everything yourself. Like it's just a lot of work. Like people behind the camera right now, I want to just thank you because God bless you because we need you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't wait to go back to normal and and not have this. <laughs> Are you there? We, we should have a debate. <laughs> it, it feels like we're about to have a debate with this plexiglass here. Um, all right. So uh, best rapper of all time. Mm, Tupac. Tupac. Lastly, since you played La Flaca. Would you ever co-host on El Gordo y La Flaca? Hell yeah. I literally met La Flaca because she's, you know, um, I did this. uh, Well, um, I know Gloria Stefan now because I went to the premiere of On Your Feet and I became friends with the family and the daughter. And they're, you know, that's they're related. That's her niece. Yeah, so yeah. I got to meet her through them. And then she's like, you know, I'm the flaca too, right? Yeah. And then, so she she loves that. And uh, me and her get along really well. I would love that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You tell them to call yeah, me. Yeah, let's make that happen. That would yeah, be amazing. They don't even have to change the, the, na- the, the name of the show. They don't have to change the name. I could just co-host for a day or two. I'm not trying to take your job, girl. <laughs> you know? But, let's, um, make it, let's make it happen. Yeah. Come on. Raul. Yeah. Raul Bravo. de Molina. Let's Raul, make it happen. Vamos a ver. Llámame. <laughs> Do you guys love Dominicans? I see a lot of Dominicans in Univision. For sure. We 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 got some we got we got some connects. You yeah. know. My, my Verizon fam got some oh, connects over at well, you know, Univision. I, I like Verizon too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that commercial in 2007, but it's okay. <laughs> you're, you're, Can you put it out in the now? universe. Can you hear me now, Verizon? <laughs> well you're here now <laughs> no, just i appreciate you so much jackie it was a lot of fun oh, this and, was great and, you know uh, you're invited here on the mondo and friends show anytime i appreciate it um thank you. so much love for you i know big things are coming your way thank you jackie cruz amando fresco and this is mondo and friends presented by verizon